Hey yo, what's up guys, gals, and everyone else? Welcome back to Third Wheels. I'm Anna. And I'm Madeline. And here we talk about whatever we want, because it's our podcast and we can do whatever we want. Today we explore dogs eating our belongings and cottagecore lesbians. Okay, ready? Get set. Theme song. Hello. Um, so, I have a story that needs to be out in the world, and this is how I'm going to start. I'm not even going to do a how are you doing is what's up situation. We're getting right in. So yesterday, I, my family and I went to my grandparents' house, and we left the two dogs alone for the first time, for like as long as they've ever been left. And we left them in the kitchen. Normally when we leave them alone in the house, we let them wander between the kitchen and the living room, like they can go back and forth. But since we were leaving them for so long, we decided to just leave them in the kitchen and keep them in there. Mm -hmm. So we get back and the minute we open the door, the one dog, Nova, the bad one, the good one, Sammy, totally (laughs) chill. Nova runs outside and is like jumping all over us she's running around she pees she comes back and we walk in and there is so much stuff on nova's bed and it is all stuff that she has jumped on counters and retrieved to chew up this dog is a demon she is a demon okay so she um yeah, um, and she's also gotten one of my brother's shoes from off the floor and completely chewed it up. The other oh things that she sh- has chewed up include a roll of paper towels that is now, like, everywhere. Um, she, she got, we have, like, a box of dog treats and, like, dog-related things that we keep on the floor and she's never gotten into it before. But she got into that and ate all of her chicken energy bites. Oh, boy. Um, she ate a lot of caramels. Um, That's not good. She didn't get sick or anything, though. That's crazy. She ate at least six caramels. At least. Probably more. We don't know. Um, but then, here, here's why it's really shocking that she didn't get sick. Because she also chewed up my Pepsid, which is a heartburn medication that I don't take for heartburn. Um, mm-hmm. She chewed up my Pepsid. Wild. It's like an antacid. So I'm I think your dog is immortal. Because I need that shit to be a functional person. Yeah. I don't I'm not happy about this story. Your dog is a demon. And also, also, my parents insisted that she would be fine. 
Because my brother didn't want to leave her alone. My parents insisted that she would be fine. I offered to stay with her. Everyone was like, no, it'll be fine. It was not fine. It could have been Mm -hmm. worse. I don't think she actually got, like, she actually consumed any of the Pepsid. Like, she couldn't break the um, seal. But she chewed up Mm -hmm. the box. Yeah. Um, And now I don't trust any of the contents inside the box. Rip. Yeah. Um, Still very much questioning the decision to get a second dog. Uh, I think you are, you're not questioning. Oh, no. I think you're questioning. I know it was wrong. There is no question. Bad decision. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she is not right for your house. No. No. We're not two dog people. I think you're, like, two calm dog people. Maybe. Two calm dogs. Maybe. Maybe. I don't think we're energetic dog people to begin with. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't think you're energetic dog people. So that's my story. I can talk about my bread that I made the other day. Go for it. Because I like bread. Okay, so I'm, I'm, I've, why can't I speak today? Okay. So I've mentioned on this podcast before that I was making a sourdough starter. I think I did. I think you did. Probably. Yeah. Um... But I started that, like, multiple weeks ago. And so, the internet, when I was doing my research on sourdough starters and how to make one, said that you know that it's ready to bake bread with when you drop it into a little bit into water and it floats to the top, which makes sense because the yeast eats the flour and it makes carbon dioxide, and if there's more carbon dioxide, then it would float. Right? Mm -hmm. Turns out... Okay, so I had been, like, testing it every once in a while to see if it was ready to bake bread with and it had not floated and so uh this week i was like well i've been feeding it for a long time and it probably should be ready by now but it's still not floating so i looked it up again and a different article said that uh the float test is a hoax and it is not actually it doesn't actually mean that it's ready to bake with So I was like, well, I'm going to try and bake bread with it because I want to bake bread. And if it doesn't work, then I don't have bread. Um, But it'll be a good time. So I did bake bread with it and it took me like all day because bread baking takes a long time. But it actually turned out really good. Um, It was very dense. So I because I don't think I let it rise for long enough. But it was still really good. So now I'm going to bake bread like all the time. And we're going to have so much bread. I want to talk about baking bread for a second. Because there is nothing to me that says romance also says loving mother and also says I love myself. I don't need anyone like baking bread. (laughs) Yes. I love baking bread. I make a challah every Friday um, because the bread store 
that had really good Hala closed like a year ago. And then we were well, that's really sad. having um, not so good Hala for a while, but now it's quarantine and I have time to make Hala myself. Um, so I've been mm-hmm. making Hala like every Friday. I love it. It's so nice. It, it takes so long. You have to make the dough and then knead it and let it rise and then punch it and braid it and let it rise again and then you bake it. And it is a wholesome activity. I want to make more breads. I want to make all the breads. I want to make baguettes. I want to make, like, cinnamon raisin breads. Sweet bread. My sister and I... All the bread. My sister and I made herb bread uh, a couple months ago with like store-bought yeast and it was very good it was like herbs and ch- a little bit of cheese in it and it was so good and i think we froze one loaf i should take it out of the freezer and eat it because it's really good i love bread making i want i want in my future my future life i want someone to bake bread for I want to bake bread for someone and be like, do you see this? This is how much I love you. I made you bread. That's very sad. There's going to be tea involved in this too. Wait, can I talk about tea for a second? Yes, I love tea. I love tea. Because of my stomach issues, I'm not drinking coffee. I used to love coffee. I could... I liked the taste of black coffee. I liked how many fun things you could do with coffee. I loved coffee. But now I don't want to drink coffee because it makes your stomach a little off. But I can drink tea. And I drink a lot of iced tea. But I also sometimes engage in hot teas. And I imagine I'll be doing more of that when it gets cold. I like iced tea mm-hmm. because it's refreshing. Um, but... I love tea. I like iced herbal teas. Iced teas of all varieties. Wonderful, excellent, amazing. I love tea. I love sweet tea. Perfection is what sweet tea is. And peach tea, wonderful. That's all I want in life. Teas. My mom, uh, when I was little, got this recipe for tea off the internet or in some magazine or something, and it's called wellness tea, and it's just a bunch of different, like, herbs that you use to make tea, and you mix them together, so it's, like, mint and chamomile and elderflower and rose hips and, like, five other things that I don't remember, but you mix it all together, and it's so good. So that's like the only tea that I have had for most of my life. So I've decided that I'm going to branch out uh, my tea tasting. And by branch out, I mean just try each individual tea, wellness tea ingredient separately to see if I like it or not. Mm. It's going to be really good. Okay. Have you ever had a sweet tea? Like a sweet iced tea? Mmm. Maybe it's so good. You need you know. need to experience that in your life. Like go to a drugstore or 7-Eleven or something and 
buy yourself like a sweet tea like a purely oh, sweet think... tea is that like what i got that one time that we went uh to 7-eleven after we were at the park maybe i don't know I know, I got a really weird raspberry lemonade that I did not like. Yeah, that was really weird. I think I did get sweet tea, because it was tea and it was sweet. Mm. Peach tea is also really good, and also mango tea is really good. Ooh. I want to try milk tea. (laughs) My sister made milk tea a couple times, and it was really good. Mm. And I want her to make more, but now she just makes coffee, and I don't like coffee. I don't have a lot to say about milk tea, but I do have some things to say about milk tea. My friend, our friend, works someplace where they serve milk tea, um, and their milk tea is dairy-free. I don't understand. I don't know how that happens. Um... But I was asking them, like, is there any actual tea involved in the milk tea? There's not. Oh, rip. It's just, like, non-dairy- theirs is non-dairy creamer and flavored powders. That's interesting. I do want to try it, though. I- I don't. (laughs) Um- I had a really smart thought. I had a smart people thought. It left yeah. my mind. That's that's okay. That happens sometimes. Oh. This is my smart people thought. We were talking about this earlier. You and I, Anna. We were talking about this yesterday. Yes. I yes. think that I want to be a cottagecore lesbian minus... The cottage. Yeah. I want to live in a city, in like an apartment, like a tiny little apartment in the city. Um, But I want lots of plants, and I want to bake bread, and make tea, and live, and like read um, books, and write poetry. You want to be a plant apartment lesbian? Yeah. I don't know if that's a thing, but it is now. But then I also really like, like, the, like, like, hardcore city vibes. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, very modern. Yeah. A couple, maybe two tasteful plants. And, like, a lot of rushing. <laughs> Like, a lot of, like, throwing food in the microwave. I like that vibe, too. I just want to be a cottagecore lesbian without the lesbian. (laughs) There are two people. There are people who want to be cottagecore lesbians without the lesbians and cottagecore lesbians without the cottage. Maybe there's three. Cottagecore lesbians without the core. I don't know what that is. What does that mean? I don't even know. You're just a cottage lesbian. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Wait, I thought I had another thought. But I don't. Do you want to do BuzzFeed quiz time? Sure. Okay. 
Let's do BuzzFeed quiz time. Our BuzzFeed quiz for today is answer 10 questions to reveal a poem that describes your personality. Question number one is, who are you? A young rebel wow. dreaming of change and freedom? A fairy sparkling hope over lost souls? Human. A poet staring into a void, demanding answers. A starlet blowing kisses to your lovers before dressing for the red carpet. A lost soul trying to grasp onto any semblance of humanity but failing each time. A student laughing with your friends and cherishing your youth. Um, okay. So the one of these, I don't really feel <laughs> any of these, but the one that I feel the most, um, is either a fairy or a student. Yeah, probably student. I think I'm feeling fairy. A fairy sprinkling hope over lost souls. But that also sounds kind of like... Like, I think I'm better than people. You know, if I describe myself as someone who sprinkles hope. Mm -hmm. Like, that is what I do. That's what my presence does. But that's what I would hope that I do. So I'm going to say that. Yeah, I'm going to say a student. Okay. Who is your muse? Oh, boy. A beautiful, snarky boy who breaks all the rules and questions the existence of morality. It's not a boy. Uh. The elusive uh. figure who appears in your dreams whom you can't seem to recognize despite suspecting that you know them in real life. The woman you saw on the street the other day getting out of her car to help a blind girl cross the road. One of Oscar Wilde's creations that walks the fine line between morality and sin. <laughs> <laughs> the dark, misunderstood creature that lives in your mind struggling to break out. Oh. The Chantess, whose voice steals the heart of everyone who enters the dark, smoke-filled club every Thursday night. The sailor who writes poems about the sea, unaware that you write poems about him, for you love him as much as he loves the sea. I I am the sailor who writes poems about the sea, but that's not what it's saying. Okay. I think that mine is the chantess whose voice steals the heart of everyone who enters the dark smoke-filled club every Thursday night. I like that. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say I'm the sailor who writes, my muse is the sailor who writes poems about the sea. Okay. Whose siren song would leave, would lead you down the path of destruction? Harry Styles, um, Siphon Stevens, Paul McCartney, or the Libertines? Ho, ho, I can't pronounce, I can never say this. Hosier. Hosier, thank you. Mumford and Sons, or Party, Arctic Monkeys, Amy Winehouse, Sam Fender, or Five S O Five S O S. Yeah, sure. The Moody Blues, The yeah. Velvet Underground, The Who, or The Shins, Marilyn Monroe, Elvis Presley, Nancy Sinatra, or Paul Anka, Ariana Grande, One Direction. My brain just left my head. Gorillas. <laughs> Or Cigarettes After Sex, Zane Lewis Tomlinson, The Neighborhood, 
the the Lumineers. I just discovered the neighborhood, and I'm a big fan. I think I've listened to the the neighborhood and also the Lumineers. I know about half of these people. Okay, but I'm also a big Elvis Presley fan. Oh. And I have been listening to a lot of One Direction. It's a long story. I've been going through a thing. I'm gonna say... Also, though, Hozier. I'm gonna say Hozier. Yeah. Currently, I've been really into, like, rock, punk music. I don't know if that's what I actually, like, am listening to. Um, but I do like it because it's not sad, depressing. Mm. It's depressing, but with energy. Mm. Um, I don't know. Okay, I'm going to say The Neighborhood and The Lumineers, because I do know that I have listened to them. Okay. What color palette paints your soul? Rose, coral, red, and salmon. Mahogany cream, white, and gold, midnight blue, black, maroon, and gray, ruby, scarlet, black, and orange, coffee, water lily, cream, and wine red, beige, hazelnut, blush, and grass green, blood red, gold, ocean blue, and sunflower yellow. I like... I'm definitely beige, hazelnut, blush, and grass green. Yes. That's very me. You are. Okay. (laughs) I'm my favorite color is red. But is red the color that paints my soul? I think um, I am mahogany cream white and gold. Nice. Which Hogwarts house combo do you truly belong to? Here we go. Um uh Hopefully you guys know all the Hogwarts houses. It's basically just a list of Hogwarts house options. Um, It's all the combinations, I think. Yeah. I'm a Hufflepuff and Gryffindor. Because my test says I'm a Gryffindor. But I think I'm a Hufflepuff. Yeah, you're a Hufflepuff. I'm Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw. Which of these is a part of your soul? Thunderstorms and dark poetry, rocky beaches and lanterns, vintage radios and hair curlers, a cup of tea in your blankets, wildflowers and the memory of laughter, roses and pearls, blood and the night sky. Wildflowers and the memory of laughter, a 100%. A cup of tea in your blankets, 100%. Which of these revolts you? Bright sunshine, a world without glamorous sins institutional and corrupt authority figures, an overly (laughs) digitalized world, people who are rude to retail workers, gloom and internalized bitterness that festers and decays, a never-ending rain and cloud coverage. Okay. This is a wide spectrum of answers. Uh Uh-huh. So here's the thing. I fucking hate rain. But I think that I hate people who are rude to retail workers more. Yeah. Like, why? Just be nice. They're trying their best. Yeah, just chill. 
I'm gonna say institutions and corrupt authority figures. Which of these songs is the anthem of your life? Come What May from Moulin Rouge, Wolf Like Me by TV on the Radio, Blue Velvet by Bobby Vinton, Caring is Creepy by The Shins, Home by One Direction, Mystery of Love by Stefan Stevens, My Way by Frank Sinatra. Um, I don't know if I really vibe with any of these. I don't think I've ever heard any of these. Out of all of these, I vibe the most with either Come What May or My Way. But that's also because those are the ones I've heard the most. I'm going to say Come What May. I'm going to say Blue Velvet because I like the name of it and I haven't heard any of those songs. Which of these is closest to your ideal love language? Good luck, Anna. A kiss on your hand every time you say goodbye. Poetry hidden among the pages of your favorite book along with one single wildflower. Slow dancing outside in a thunderstorm. A surprise picnic in the meadows with wine, berries, and pasta. A single anonymous red rose. Running running around on empty streets under the stars. Calling each other by the name of a flower. I don't want anyone kissing me on my hand. That freaks me out. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of poetry. I'm not either. If anyone tries to get me outside during a thunderstorm, um, good luck. I'm going to say do like that, each other by the name of a flower. Because I like pet names. Um, in terms of endearment. And I think that that's where that could be. If me and someone else call each other by names of flowers, I would cry. Um, but I'm going to say slow dancing outside in a thunderstorm because I do like rain. I have a Spotify playlist called, um, shoot, what's it called? I'm going to look it up because it's, it's very good. And it's a collection of songs, um, with the vibes of dancing with someone uh in at night oh it's called dancing under the stars and then a a star emoji i'm Um, sorry but when you say dancing under the stars all i can think of is that one scene in the umbrella academy where allison and luther (laughs) are dancing to dancing in the moonlight oh that's bad that's very bad we don't support incest on this podcast we do not support incest um but on the subject of my good wholesome spotify playlist um it's mostly soft songs that i could uh slow dance with someone in the moonlight to and or just like lay on the grass under a tree yeah um once That's Corona's over, we should slow dance in the moonlight together. Please. That would be so good. Um, okay, moving on. Which of these do you fear the most? Leading a normal, happy life. Never finding people who you can call family. Never finding whatever it is that is closest to happiness. Never having left a mark. Never finding your soulmate. Never being able to live 
that life of luxury that you deserve. Changing someone's life for the worse permanently. Mine is absolutely the last one. That one's pretty bad. Um, But I'm going to say never finding people you can call family. Okay. So the poem that describes my personality is called Tender Rouge. Pink satin gloves, red lips and rouge, kind smiles and kind words, a final refuge. Teary eyes trying hard to smile again. Soul holds a rose as the heart fills with pain. Oh, dear God. What is wrong with me? (laughs) Do you think that's accurate? Not even a little bit. It's a very good poem. It is. It's really good. But no. It's very sad. Yeah. I'm not a sad person. Mine is also very sad. It's called Lone Lighthouse. Crashing of wave crests against rocky terrain. A wistful lighthouse, pretty yet estranged. Lone flashing light crying out in the dark, but on a sea so stormy, no one disembarks. Oh. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's, <laughs> That's one. uplifting. Uh, that is how I feel, uh, when my depression strikes. So maybe, um, maybe yours is accurate, but... Mine does describe my depression. I mean... Snaps for BuzzFeed. Yeah, these are good. Yeah, these are good poems. Uh, cool. Okay. Um, you can follow us at Third Wheels Podcast on Instagram, at Third Wheels Pod on Twitter, or email us at thirdwheelspodcast at gmail.com. If you have any questions about future episodes, suggestions about future episodes, comments about things we talked about in this episode, you know what to do. Also, give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. It helps us out a whole lot. And feel free to recommend us by word of mouth. But no matter what happens next, we're, we're all, all third, third wheels, wheels together. together.